Hey guys, thanks for being here today. Those of you that are tuned in and watching us online, thanks for dialing in. And we want you to know we're still saving you a seat here. We have some of the best coffee in all of the hill country. And you're going to be greeted by an incredible parking lot team. They're greeters at the front door. And they're, these people in this room today, they smell good. There is, there is just an aroma in here today. Listen, we've had 200 kids in this room all week. I smelt things this week that I just I can't identify. The hazardous materials team spent about six hours in here deep cleaning on Friday night. But you people smell really nice today. Thank you. Look at your neighbor right now and just say, you smell pretty good. It's really awkward if you don't know who they are, right? It's just weird. All the guests are saying, we should have gone to that church down the street. St. John Anglican, let's go right now. We could probably catch it. But we're glad you're here. We're in a series entitled Train to Win this summer. This summer, we are looking at some things that will help us develop our core. The, 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 these things called spiritual disciplines. And, and these aren't just things that we've just kind of pulled out of the air that we say, hey, let's just get. No, we're looking at the life of Jesus. Are you okay with that, Kay? That we just look at Jesus' life? We believe that his life is probably worth one that's imitating, emulating. That'd be a great word for the year, wouldn't it? Emulate Jesus. These things that, that, that were part of his life that, that helped him fulfill the work of his father while he was here on earth. And so we're trying to, to, to kind of just identify these for you and encourage you to step out and make these a part of who you are as well. Today we're going to look at this spiritual discipline of prayer. Prayer. We've talked about the study of God's word. We've talked about worship. Last week we dealt with this idea of rest. By the way, thanks for rubbing it in my face while I'm up here with 200 kids during the day. Oh man, my nap this afternoon was just so nice. Thank you for that. Pastor Todd just kind of had a little Holy Spirit moment in my life today. He said, Pastor, did you rest yesterday? I'm like, I didn't. He's like, you got to do that. Remember what you preach. I'm like, thank you, Holy Spirit. I mean, Pastor Todd, thank you for that reminder, you know. Um, but today we want to look at the spiritual discipline of prayer. I believe, Scott, that prayer might be one of the easiest of spiritual disciplines because it doesn't require that we have a, a resource library or other people present with us. We don't have to be in a certain environment in order to pray. We can just pray anywhere. Are you with me with that? I love this passage in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. It says, so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. How are we to come? Boldly. Let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. I love that. That if I just approach the throne of God boldly, the promise is I will find. Are you with me there? This does not say that. I will find grace. I will receive his mercy. Prayer. Have you ever thought about what prayer really is? And for some of us, I know that maybe it's, it's something that was passed on from, from maybe our parents or grandparents. Maybe there's a, a set prayer that you pray at dinner time or before you lay down. Maybe there's a, a prayer that if you're an athlete or, or an artist of some sort, that maybe you've gathered in a room or a locker room with, with your teammates or castmates before you charge the field or the stage and you pray the Lord's prayer. We have models. I get that. But what is prayer really? 
And, and I've thought about it. There's so many things we could say about it, but I want to really, really keep it simple for you today. First of all, because I, it's got to be simple for me to get it. Are you with me today, right? But, but when I think about prayer in its most basic definition, prayer is simply us talking to God. Are you with me there? And so therefore, you, 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 you don't need to be in a certain place. You, listen, did you know that you can even pray with your eyes open? Have you ever felt dirty for opening your eyes during somebody's prayer? Like, well, I don't know really if that was legit prayer or not, right? Prayer simply is us talking to God. And here's the great thing I love about Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. It says that when we, approach, uh, when we boldly approach the throne of grace, when we come to God, you know what he does? He listens. He listens. He hears us when we pray. Now, we're looking at the life of Jesus. And if you know anything about Jesus, you know that Jesus taught many things about prayer. For instance, we know that in the book of Matthew, he warned against the prayers of, of hypocrites, those who, who kind of just make a show when they pray. You ever been around somebody like that? They're, they're, they're praying these big, long words or phrases. I don't even think sometimes they even know what they're saying. Are they really real words? But Jesus warned because there was a group of, of religious leaders in his time that would just pray these big show-offy type of prayers. And Jesus is warning, hey, don't, don't be like them. He, he would say, hey, pray humbly. I, I think God loves those, those just genuine, honest prayers from the heart, right? God, I really don't know what to pray right now, but here's just where I'm at. And you just, you just let it go. Just give it to him. Jesus reminds us also in, in, in Luke chapter 11 that God is like a good father, you know that a good father, he, he, he delights in, 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 in giving good gifts to his children that ask, right? He's a good God. Jesus would remind us that we need to be persevere. We need to persevere when we pray until the Lord answers. The lady in scripture that kept pounding on the judge's door until he opened up and granted her what her desires are. We need to keep Pounding, Jesus would say, hey, listen, when we pray in Matthew chapter 21, let us demonstrate faith. Let our prayers be prayers of faith. Here's what I think is one of the greatest um, misses when it comes to prayer today. I don't think we oftentimes pray believing that God's going to hear us and answer our prayers. Have you ever been guilty of that? You just kind of lob something up because you've been told, hey, Go to God, let him know what your needs are. And you just kind of lob something up just hoping and thinking that maybe God's going to catch it and he's going to respond to you. Versus praying, believing prayers. This was really cool. I think it was 10 o'clock last week. We, I was having leg issues last week. And, and I didn't think I was going to be able to get on the platform at 8.30. I thought the guys that carried this out were going to have to lift a 200-something pound pastor up to the platform. But... but during this, this 10 o'clock worship, my wife leaned over to me during worship. I'm like, come on, you need to be singing. She's like, hey, how's your legs? I'm like, man, I, I feel great. There, there's, there's no pain. She said, I was praying for that. Do you pray believing that God hears your prayer and he will answer? Remember we prayed in this service as well? Dude, it was really cool. I had a couple of people. There, there was a gentleman that, that said, hey, I, I wasn't at church last Sunday. My hip was giving me issues. And, 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 and on Monday morning, I woke up and my pain was gone. And, and, and it's like, because we prayed for that. He's like, man, that's awesome, you know. We prayed for Do you pray believing type of prayers? 
I'm just a little concerned that sometimes we don't really pray believing that God's going to do what we ask him to do. You see what I'm saying? And you need to know that God's a good father. And yes, he knows everything about your life. He knows what your needs are this morning. He knows that. Listen, he wants you to come boldly to the throne. And he wants you to say, God, listen, here's where I'm at. God, this is a burden I'm carrying. And God, I'm just believing. I'm believing that you're going to do this. Believing that you're going to do this, Lord. But he taught about prayer. We also know that Jesus modeled prayer for us through his actions. Last week as we talked about getting away and resting, we know that Jesus was all he always had people clamoring around him for his attention, right? Trying to touch him and just, but there were times in which he just had to get away, right? We know that he modeled rest, but he also modeled this discipline of prayer. In fact, he frequently he 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 got he got away from the crowds in order to pray in solitude. And in silence. In fact, it was such a powerful part. It was such a, a defining trait of Jesus' life that, that in Luke chapter 11, verse 1, as he's praying, he'd kind of gotten away from, from his disciples, but they found him. And they found him, it says in Luke chapter 11, verse 1. They found him praying, Pete. They found him praying. And then they came to him as they found him praying in Luke chapter 11, verse 1. And they said, Lord, would you teach us to pray? And I don't know about you, but this is just a shallow preacher moment. Have you ever thought, if you could ask Jesus to teach you anything, what would you ask him? i got to be honest with you. I've thought about, hey, how did you do that walk on water thing? Right? Pretty remarkable. Hey, how did you take a little boy's sack lunch and feed so many people and then have leftovers? Unheard of. Hey, how do, you, how do you take dirt, spit in it, put it on a dude's face, and pull it off, and he's got his vision back? Anybody ever had that happen to him at the doctor's office? Right? It's pretty. I don't know about you, but if you could ask Jesus to teach you anything, then in Luke chapter 11, these disciples saw the power that he possessed when he prayed. They said, Lord, listen, out of all the things that we could ask of you, would you please teach us how to pray? In fact, I love Luke. Luke uses that word prayer or, or words that refer to prayer about 34 different times as he writes the books of, uh, between the books of Luke and Acts. Luke, Luke is recounting numerous times these special contexts that we find in Scripture, these times in which Jesus prayed. L Luke would tell readers this, that, that, that at Jesus' baptism, Jesus was praying, and we know that the Spirit of God descended upon him. We know that Luke would write and tell us that, that Jesus prayed that night before he began to choose his disciples, who those men were going to be. Do you do that? Maybe, maybe you're somebody that's in authority and you're looking to, to hire someone. Or would, Do you really pray over who the person is that God would send your direction? Do we really pray? I mean, I, he's praying over. And can, can you just, I wonder if there was this moment when, when God says, Hey, I want you, I want you to take, take old Peter. Oh, come on, Lord, Father, you know that he's going to deny me three times. Really? Yeah. Or, uh, Judas? God, 
that, Father, listen, you know that he's going to. But we find, and Luke would tell us that Jesus would pray over who. Jesus was praying before he told his disciples about his impending death. Luke would tell us that, 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 that Jesus was praying as he became transfigured. Luke, Luke wanted his readers to know something about Jesus. He, he wanted them to know that at critical movements of Jesus' ministry, he was in prayer. And God did what? He answered you see, I don't know about you, and I don't know what role prayer plays in your life, but, 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 but I think a lot of times we just kind of flippantly enter into times of prayer. But Jesus, we find, and when you look at his life, these critical ministry moments, the, 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 these times in which he was really desperate and seeking direction, you find him in prayer, and you find a God in heaven who that is answering him. The same pattern would continue even through the book of Acts as these disciples and, and the church would, would continue making prayer a major part. They prayed, they prayed so big and so boldly and, and so intensely that walls shook. And when they prayed, God's spirit moved in powerful ways. That might just be for someone here right now. Because you're at a crossroads in, in life in some form or fashion and you're seeking God with something and you're looking and you're, you're trying, you, you maybe have asked even people, you've, you've listed pros and cons and you, there's a decision that you need to make. Man, I would just encourage you right now, go boldly to the throne of God and pray and pray believing that God's going to step in. And do what only he can do. We sing a song that talks about that, right? Man, that's a great song. I love that. But do you believe that there's power when we pray? Do, do you believe that prayer changes things? If we really believe that, then why is it that prayer doesn't hold a more prominent place in our daily lives? I think for so many in our culture today, prayer is just kind of, it's, it's that formal thing that we have to do. No, we get to do it. It's not some, some patsy type of spiritual discipline that, that so many of us treat it. Listen, when we pray, things change. And your life can be changed as a result of that. All throughout Scripture, all the great men and women of God, you're going to find they were people of prayer. Hmm. I, I, one of the greatest invitations for us to pray is was 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 spoken to to the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah, Jeremiah was crazy, guys. He preached the truth, and people didn't like it. I know that that would that's an Old Testament problem, old world problem, right? People speaking the truth and and and, and trying to to direct people in the ways of God, and oh, nah. and so in Jeremiah he finds himself. In prison one day. And, and, and God kind of speaks out to Jeremiah in, in, in Jeremiah 33, verse 3. God says this to him Hey, call to me and I will answer you. I'll tell you marvelous and wondrous things that you could never figure out on your own. God, God is merc mercifully speaking to Jeremiah during a time of distress. And, and he's giving Jeremiah here in 30 through 3 both a command, but he's also inviting him to do something. I love that. 
that God takes the initiative. Hey, listen, for, for someone here today, you need to know that God is taking initiative. He is seeking you right now. He is seeking you. God took the initiative by sending his son, Jesus, to this earth. And he came and he came looking and trying to find you. God, we, we worship a God that takes the initiative in our life. And in Jeremiah 33, 3, we find that. He's saying, hey, Jeremiah, call to me. I know you're in a pickle right now. I know that you're going through a difficult time. Jeremiah, hey, why don't you just call to me? And bro, listen, I'm going to show you some things that you would never be able to figure out on your own. You see, so many of us are trying to figure it out on our own when really what we ought to do, we need to call to him. We need to call to him. Jesus said it in, 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 in Luke 18. This is bonus Bible. He said, guys, always pray and never give up. Paul would say it in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, pray without ceasing or never stop praying, right? And in here in 33, 3 in Jeremiah, God says to Jeremiah, hey, would you just call me? Hey, have you ever been given an unlisted phone number from somebody that's pretty important. I mean, you know, somebody that's, 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 that's a big deal, like Pastor Danny Phillips. I mean, just, you know, just a... Has somebody important ever given you their phone number and say, hey, listen, I don't give this out to most people, but, but listen, I want to give it to you. Do you know how special a moment that is? Matt, when, when somebody of worth and value says, hey, I don't give this... But, to you, Matt, I'm giving you my number. Now, when they give you that, what are they expecting? They want you to use it, right? Hey, I'm taking time, and, and I'm, I don't do this, but I'm giving you my phone number. It's, it's a private number, but, but I want you. That is a great privilege, isn't it? Listen, Almighty God, the creator of all, the God who is faithful, the God who is great, great is thy faithfulness, that God is calling out and giving to Jeremiah an invitation to call upon him. And guys, we also have that same privilege. God is saying to you right now in your time, listen, I want you just to call out to me. He's saying, listen, here's my number. I want you to use it. And can I just tell you something about this thing called prayer? There's not one of us who cannot contact heaven. There's not a person listening here today that cannot connect and contact heaven. Listen, I hope that you never, ever say in a situation you might find yourself in, listen, there's really nothing I can do. Yes, there is. You can pray. And you might be at your wit's end. And you might have exhausted all other sorts of counsel from people. But there's always something you can do. Ask Daniel who found himself in a lion's den one day. And what did he do? He wasn't doing push-ups so he could be bulked up and ready when the lions came. No, he was on his face praying. And God delivered him from that situation. You can pray. I heard someone once say that every failure in our lives, when properly analyzed, is a prayer failure. It's deep. Every failure, when properly analyzed, comes back to it was a prayer failure. Listen, there's not a single sin in our lives that proper prayer would not have avoided. Think about it. There's not a single sin in our lives that if we would properly approach the throne of God and ask, hey, God, what would you have me do right here? 
Okay? There is not a need represented in this room or online today that prayer cannot meet. In fact, today we're going to give you an opportunity in just a couple of moments to come down and say, I'm dealing with this and I'm facing this. And I'm telling you, there are no needs represented here that a good, great, faithful God in heaven cannot meet. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It is our greatest source of untapped power. Listen, our spiritual lives will not rise above our prayer lives. And if you want to go deeper with God, start with prayer. Start right there. Your spiritual lives will never rise above your prayer life. We must learn to pray. Guys, listen, when we don't pray, we're denying ourselves an incredible privilege we have to call upon a God in heaven who is more than able. Woo-hoo. I'm going to share with you real quickly some practical things that I believe might help you, things that have helped me when I consider this spiritual discipline of prayer. Maybe these are some things that, that, that you can apply to your life that just might take your prayer life to the next level. First of all, make prayer a habit. Listen, when you fail, that's okay. Just start over day by day until it becomes a habit. Maybe you need to designate a time and a place for your prayer, a place where you regularly go to pray. Hey, listen, it's not in front of the TV. It's not in your kid's room when they're, you know, having Nerf gun wars and or playing Fortnite or whatever. That's not probably the best place for you to go and pray. You need to make that time and you need to make that place optimum for you. Hey, pray when your mind is most alert. I, I like to begin early in the morning. Yeah. I really do. I like to start before, before everything starts going. You know, I love it when the, when the dove or, or hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo, I love that. Are y'all hearing that at your house? Or the cicadas? How about that? Isn't that awesome, right? Uh, but, but, but I love it when, when I'm sharpest. Is I'm going to begin my day with the Lord when my attention is the strongest. Hey, maybe when you pray, you might want to take some things with you when you pray. You don't have to. But for some of us, maybe your Bible is needed or maybe, maybe a notebook and a pen. Maybe just what, what would happen if maybe you begin to write some of your prayer concerns down and then go back and see how God answers. Oh, check that. Boom. Look what God did here, right? God's going to speak to you and show you some things. Approach the throne of grace boldly. I like to begin my prayer time by the reading of God's word. In fact, I love in our student ministry from time to time, they, they actually, when they pray, they, they will open up their Bibles and students will come and, and they actually read God's word and then they begin to pray what that's saying to them. That's really a good way to pray. In fact, for some of you, maybe that's something new for you today. I, I've got my Bible here on this, our theme verse for, for the series says, train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better promising benefits in this life and the life to come. And what I would do is I would just pray that, Lord, help me. How can I train better, God, when it comes to being prepared for this life to come? Lord, I know that physical training is good, but your word says that spiritual training is better. God, for, you see what I'm saying? Maybe just pray in Scripture. Learning to pray about things all through the day. Listen, my, my, my prayer time doesn't end whenever, you know, the family wakes up or I have to hit the door. No, it is something that I take with me. Paul would say, pray without ceasing, right? Right? 
And I just got to tell you something, that if, you're, if you undertake this spiritual discipline, you're going to have to put on the whole armor of God. Because there's an enemy that's going to do whatever he can to distract you and keep you from being a person that approaches the throne of God boldly. You know, those screaming kids, a nagging husband, being tired, right? He's going to throw all these things in front of you to keep you from doing that. You must put on that armor in order to pray. And let me just remind you of something when you pray. God can do anything that he wishes. And I think maybe for some of us, we, just, we, we, we didn't get an answer to prayer the way that we thought we should have, it should have been answered. You ever prayed for something and it, and, and, and it didn't turn out the way you thought it should? Uh, and I think for some of us, we're like, man, I've tried that before. And it didn't work. Well, maybe it didn't work out according to your plans, but somehow, sometimes you just got to trust that God has something better in, plan, in store for you, right? Amen? Listen, there is no prayer that is too hard for God to answer. There is no problem that is too big in which God cannot solve it. And can I just say something? There is no person that is too lost in which God can't save them. Right? So you keep going. You keep going. You keep going boldly to the throne of grace. Listen, nothing lies outside the reach of prayer except that which lies outside the will of God. You keep praying those prayers. And you watch an almighty God, a great father in heaven. You watch him do his stuff. He promises, call to me and I will tell you marvelous and wondrous things that you can never figure out on your own. So today, for some of you, maybe here's the challenge. Maybe this week, you just need to find a place where you can withdraw and get alone with God and begin to pound heaven's door through this discipline of prayer. Just prayer. Tell him your desires. Tell him how much you love him and how grateful you are for his faithfulness. We sang about it. Hey, what, it, what about just maybe jotting down the ways that God has been faithful in your life? See, I don't think we, we think about those things enough. We think about all the things that are, that are wrong and, 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 and have gone against us. And we don't pause enough just to say, hey, God, oh, yeah, I remember how you've been faithful here. But set along some time where you can withdraw and spend time alone with God in prayer. Hey, one of the things that I love, and, and Miss Jan talked about in that video about community, Pastor Chach reminded us, you know, one of the beautiful things about gathering together in a place like this on the weekends also is to pray with one another, to pray with another fellow uh, believer. In fact, today we're going to do that. In fact, ministry team members, why don't you guys go ahead and come on up to the front right now and make yourselves available. We give you an opportunity every week to come and, and just pray with another believer, Right? Just to share with someone maybe where you're at and what you're going through. It's always good to have somebody else that's, that's, that's with us. Somebody that's going to be there to encourage us and help us with that. Would you just bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment? I just want to speak over you some things real quick. And I want you to search deep inside today. Are you in need of some sort of spiritual breakthrough this morning? Is there a situation or, or a need or is there some sort of a, a, a breakthrough that you're longing for, a change in your life?
Maybe this morning you, you are praying for a change in your life. Maybe you're praying for, for, for God to, to help you change something, maybe from the inside out. Listen, oftentimes that breakthrough that you're in need of, oftentimes that, that, that spiritual breakthrough that, that we need most, listen, it's brought through prayer. And for some of you this morning, maybe that's why you feel like you might be running into a, you've never really boldly approached the throne of God and you've never really sought him in prayer with whatever you're facing. Listen, the breakthrough is going to come not by asking favors of people. The breakthrough that maybe you need this morning is not going to come by you just trying to push through it and work harder. Hey, listen, stop looking to people for breakthrough and start storming the gates of heaven through prayer. Are you with me today? There's a breakthrough waiting for you. I'm going to ask you to stand and I'm going to pray over you right now. And you know what you need this morning. Father, I thank you for just the reminder through the life of Jesus about the power and the importance of prayer. And Lord, would you forgive us for not holding prayer with higher value and esteem? God, would you forgive us for just kind of casually entering to times of prayer through a rehearsed speech or a rote saying? God, I pray that you would awaken us to the reality that there's a great God in heaven that is ready to answer our prayer. There is a breakthrough that is available to us. There is a new anointing. There is a new dimension of you, God. And it comes as we seek you through through prayer. So I want to pray for the person right now that that came in and they're they're weighted down. They're carrying some stuff. Lord, I pray that they would understand today that, that, that that burden can be lifted from them. For the person here today that's looking for for a Savior, they're looking for forgiveness, I pray that they would understand, oh, doesn't your word say, call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved? It says that. For for, for the person that's struggling with identity issues today, God, and God, they need to see themselves. Lord, that's what prayer does. As we seek you, you answer. And that's why my friends stand down front today, God, ready to serve and minister, ready to come alongside someone in a time of need. God, may we pray, keep pounding heaven's door, seeking you through faithful, persistent, believing prayer. And we will glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said Amen. Thank you, guys. You're dismissed.